When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. On day three, it was HBCU day and the attendance broke the records. The day was all about Court 17 and the continued player retirements. Court 17 was the place to be for the American fan. Tied for my favorite match of the day was Taylor Townsend defeating Beatrice Haddad Meyer. Bea, who had dealt with the American crowd when she played some Stevens in round one, handled the atmosphere well but Taylor played a phenomenal match to win in straight sets. Up next was Chris Eubanks, who I thought had it in the bag after I watched the first three games. So I hopped over to Louis Armstrong, where Darius Saville was putting together a great underdog showing until Iga closed it out in two. Of course, we all know I was wrong about Chris Eubanks. He lost in four to Benjamin Bonzi. A quick lunch break took me to the outside courts, where I watched Marajan and Manorino and a bit of Sarundolo and Vesely. Then it was time for the main attraction, the blockbuster of the day, Team versus Shelton, and what a first set it was. Unfortunately, Team, who looked awful, retired after the first game of the second set. Court 17 was calling me back and I spent the rest of my night watching Tommy Paul claw back from a two-set deficit to beat an inspired Roman Safulin. Tomorrow should bring some great matches. Andy Murray versus Grigor Dimitrov, Daria Kazakina versus Sofia Kennan, 
Gael Monfils versus Andre Rublev, Jack Draper versus Urkacz, the Battle of the Italians with Sinner versus Sonego, the Battle of the Talls with Jarry versus Mickelson, and on and on and on. How about that for an introduction? Good stuff, Anastasia, as always, producing the goods. So thank you for that. I love the Battle of the Talls, by the way. And on and on and on. Which, by the way, brings me to ons. Uh, is there something I don't know, Ghosty? I do hope that this is not an ons jabur withdrawal incoming. Um, that would be good to know if you can let me know in the live chat. In the meantime, let's look back on a yesterday's action. That was a wonderful video that we had from uh, Anastasia. I'm going to begin with probably the headline of the day, um, although that is arguable. Uh, let's have a quick look at the guy himself, by the way, singing along to I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston uh, in this change over here. I don't know if you can all see that, everybody, but uh, yeah, that's Stricker there. I want to dance with somebody. I'm not going to sing along um, uh, so I can save your ears. Uh, but yeah, Dominic Stricker having a good time there, knocking out Stefanos Tsitsipas in five sets. Um, I'd love to know your thoughts on this particular match. I'm going to have a quick look at some of the details regarding this match. But listen, I, I guess there's a tale of two stories here and a tale of two headlines with Stefanos going out, which of course round two, another early exit for a guy who's never made the second week of the US Open. And Dominic Stricker winning in five sets. Uh, an incredible performance. And of course, Tsitsipas was serving for it in the fourth set. Um, also, I'd like to know, any is there any truth to the stories about Tsitsipas and uh, his coach? Um, that would be good to know because there's been suggestions that him and uh, Philippousis are going to... Um, are going to... Uh, to, to part company, which just seems extremely chaotic. Um, something here about Sitipas as well signing autographs. Well, I do think we need to correct this. He doesn't sign autographs. He hands out pre-written uh, autographs on postcards, which I think is one of the lamest things I'm aware of in tennis. Um, kids are standing there all day, maybe for hours, maybe for weeks, maybe for months, and they love this interaction with the player. It's an interaction. And part of the interaction is taking their pen, taking their phone, signing the autograph and handing that back to them, and maybe even having some kind of other interaction as well. Handing out a postcard uh, with, your, um, with your face on it and name, um, is not just lame, but is almost a David Brent-esque. Um, uh, if you are familiar with the uh, British comedic character David Brent, uh, who actually himself uh, does actually um, hand out uh, postcards, much like this. So there we go. Maybe that's what uh, 
uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas is handing out as he hands around the, heads around the crowd. Anyway, he's heading home. I have got a poll running uh, regarding Tsitsipas and his likelihood of winning a slam, so please get voting in that. I think it's too close to call. Hi, KC. Nice to have you on board. Also, let me know about Anjabur. I, I saw that Ghosty was suggesting that she has flu. Would be good to know her health. Indeed, Ghosty. Indeed. You can't beat a bit of uh, David Brent. So maybe that is uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas's uh, autographs being handed out to the crowd. So Stricker rolls on. Uh, let's have a quick look at some of the other results yesterday. I will address any questions you have. Taylor Fritz winning in straight sets. Uh, Tom Janovic, unfortunately, pulling out of her match with uh, Rybakina. That's a real shame for a player that's obviously played just one match all year. And that was her first round here. Um, let's head over to Louis Armstrong for a match that Anastasia touched on. Dominic team, uh, Ben Shelton, which I think many of us were looking forward to as a kind of blockbuster for the day. Uh, but sadly, um, well, the first set did live up to those expectations. Every time I looked up at my screen, there was a picture of uh, Ben Shelton jogging around the court, uh, which is uh, pretty cool, which is Ben Shelton-esque. It's his thing. It's his gig. It's his showing. And, and, and we all love that. But Dominic Team was bringing it too. In fact, Team went up an early break and I think was leading 4-2 before Shelton breaks back and they go into a tiebreaker. Some epic points, some lobs and tweeners and showstoppers and unbelievable stuff that unfortunately was curtailed at the beginning of the second set because Team, as we saw in the video that... Um, that was produced by Anastasia was keeled over and unfortunately um, wasn't able to continue. A real pity for Dominic there because that was lining up to be the uh, blockbuster that we had all hoped for. Uh, but yes, as you can see from this image, uh, Shelton uh, proceeds through. So the son of Brian uh, Shelton will be there. Still waiting for news on Ons Jabur, by the way. It would be good to know uh, if there is any truth uh, to the rumors that I've kind of created from uh, what you saw um, uh, with uh, the thing. Let's see if I can find anything on that, actually, Ons Jabur. Um, nope, so far I don't see anything. But she's obviously in action later on today. So we'll have a look ahead to today's action shortly. So, team sadly departs after his first win at a Grand Slam since 2021, I'm going to say. Anyway, uh, Fritz, as I said, is already through. Uh, Jen Brady, um, she knocked out Magdalene in three sets. I only caught the last few points of this. Uh, breaks galore, but Jen Brady knocks out the Australian Open semi-finals, so she's on to round three. Um, probably one of the surprises of the day that went under the radar because of so many other things going on was Azarenka's departure. Um Oh, really? I was not aware of that, um, Ghosty. Uh, and that may explain some of these people falling six. Um, this is what yesterday's promo was for. I'm not quite sure what that is for here. But um, we had uh, Anastasia, yes, um, doing a promo of yesterday's matches because this is uh, the daily review where we look back on yesterday's matches, but also a look ahead to today. Okay, um, so uh, that would be interesting to know a little bit more about as well. But 
Uh, Ons flu came, came from Matt on tennis podcast. May have from press exchange. Okay, yeah, but but does that mean she's withdrawn? Uh, that's my big question. I would like to know about Angebur if she has indeed withdrawn. Okay, I will bring that to you as soon as that comes. Uh, anyway, so yes, Azarenka kind of flying under the radar. She is out in straight sets, but I didn't manage to catch that match because I was busy uh, elsewhere. Um, okay, uh, probably the next port of call that I think we should stop at is Casper Ruud. And this is a match that I did manage to catch most of. Zhang, by the way, really could have and should have got this done in straight sets. He dominated Casper Ruud. From the start, Casper Ruud had to save, I think, four break points in the first game. Casper Ruud could barely get a look in on the Zhang serve until the end of the second set when he just broke like that. And it was like one of those, ah, okay, this is the big dog, at least in terms of stature within the game, uh, finally stamping his authority. And I expected Casper Ruud then to move on. No, Zhang was not having a bit of it and regained that authority over Casper in the third set. In the fourth set, I don't really know what happened because I switched over to a different match thinking that Zhang may well close this out. He didn't. Casper Ruud then uh, regains the ascendancy. But maybe Zhang just took a little bit easy in that fourth set. I'd love to know your thoughts as well on Casper Ruud. We've spoken about Stefanos Tsitsipas in a bit of detail. Um, oh, okay, Ghosty. You just got me thinking because... We, uh, I, uh, a press room exchange uh, for today made me think, uh, okay, maybe there was a, a, an issue there, but but fortunately not. Because, I mean, if there's a press conference given by Anne Chabot, um the day the day of her match, then like the day hours before her match, I, I thought that maybe uh, she might be pulling out, but that was good. Nick and Jack covering team versus Shelton. Promo. Uh, maybe I showed it. Ah, I see yesterday's. Maybe I showed day two's promo um, during that match. May have. Oh, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I see. Yes. I know exactly. Yeah, that's a promo for the first serve. First serve, which is our daily show at three o'clock. Gotcha, Shrihui. Um, I thought you were talking about Anastasia's uh, videos at the beginning of each of these shows where where we look back on the previous day. Um, a nightmare season. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Casper's season, clay season last year was not great either, but of course he gets the French Open final and it appears amazing. This year he won Estoril, of course, um, a 250, uh, had another kind draw in Paris and got to the final. I went into Australia in exactly the same way as I went into the US Open and exactly the way I went into Wimbledon thinking, Casper's not going deep here. Um, and it's more because of Casper rather than his draw. Uh, although he was always going to play either Zhang or um, Wolf in the second round. And I think both of them would have had a chance. And um, perhaps Zhang even more so. And the proof is in the pudding there. Zhang, of course, who was up two sets to love and a double break on Wolfie. Um, yeah. Okay, so a new variant, but I don't know if that's um, anything to start worrying about or shutting borders or, or closing airports. Fingers crossed on that one. But the US Open um, and its illnesses does seem to be a bit of a running theme. We had Roussevori withdrawing from his match. We had Ange Jabeur struggling to finish her match. And now we have Dominic Thiem um, retiring during his match, all due to illness. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Okay, so uh, Rude, last year's finalist, is out. He will be dropping down the rankings, although we did a quick calculation last night suggesting that he may well still stay in the top 10. Uh, but whether he makes the ATP finals, I would suggest, is at the moment at least looking unlikely. I think he's about 10th in the race. Okay, uh, let's have a look. I probably missed some matches on Ash, actually, that occurred yesterday. Um because I know I've just seen Coco Goff here. Let's have a quick look at Ash, actually, uh, which opened up with Andreva against Goff. Um, I saw Damien describing this performance from Goff uh, in extremely glowing colours. He also suggested, which I think I agree with, that Andreva's chances are, uh, in Paris were a little bit better than here. I also think that Coco now has got that first-round nervy occasion when she was the big favourite off her shoulders. And fingers crossed we will see the best Coco now from here on in in the tournament, which, of course, is bad news for Igor Sviontek, uh, because they are on collision course for a quarterfinal clash. bit of tennis still to be played between now and then. Igor winning in straight sets over Daria Saville as well. Saville going up, I think, an early break, but Sviontek getting it back. Saville, by the way, did break serve a couple of times in this match, so... Uh, certainly pushing Eager uh, a little bit more than she was in her first round when she only dropped one game against Peterson. Nevertheless, the Eager train rolls on, as does uh, newly uh, reinstalled world number one, Novak Djokovic. Him and um, Carlos Alcaraz are exchanging the world number one spot like a hot potato. Uh, currently, Djokovic is in charge of uh, aforementioned vegetable, root vegetable, uh, and will be so for at least a couple more weeks because um, he be, went beyond the first round. That's all he had to do here, given that he didn't play in last year's tournament. Uh, he dropped just six games. Um, the first set, actually, I did watch. Zapata Morales was hanging in there and hanging in there and was redlining at times. And I thought he played really well for the first set and then probably until he got broke, broke at the beginning of the the second. Um, but you just knew that it was just unsustainable. You just felt as though this is Djokovic's normal level. This is Zapata Morales uh, playing the set of his life. And you just thought that just is so energy and confidence sapping. And Djokovic rolls on. Uh, oh, this was a great match. Second up on Louis Armstrong. I was all over this one. Uh, Collins uh, in the second set tiebreak has two match points. Of course, she's for it with big, big shots and uh, swing volleys when you're thinking she could take it easy, but that she doesn't know anything else. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, she couldn't take advantage of those two match points. And you did fear for her at the beginning of the third, especially when Mertens got the early break. And by the way, one big thing as well I want to say, Mertens' defense in that tie break was insane. Oh, okay. Uh, so he elected to receive yesterday. I wonder if that's because it was a day match um, rather than a night match. I wonder if that may have had any thinking. I mean, he rarely plays in the daytime, uh, certainly in Australia. I don't remember the last day match he played there. 
um, excluding sort of finals that start at 4 p.m. Um, but wonder if that had any influence on his thinking. Anyway, uh, yeah, Daniel Collins, uh, the Australian Open finalist of 2022, is out. Time for a sip of tea. Okay, cool. Uh, by the way, uh, a little a shout out for Mario's mother, who is celebrating her birthday today. So happy birthday, Mrs. Mario's mother. Um, I asked uh, Mario if he would like to come on the show today. He went, yeah, sure. And then he went, oh, I forgot. It's my mother's birthday. So um, tennis and mother competing for the attention of Mario. Understandably. Anyway, uh, the attention of uh, Daniel Collins now will be reverting to the doubles. I think she's in doubles action. In fact, I think she played doubles yesterday as well. Uh, let me know in the live chat if I'm getting that wrong. Anyway, back to the scores. Um, Wozniacki in a night match on Ash. Uh, I watched a bit of this in the first set as they exchanged serves, but, but they were exchanging serves in a kind of funny manner in that Kavita would go up a break. Then Wozniacki would get two breaks in a row and would go up a break and so on and so forth until Wozniacki, being Wozniacki, just snuffed out that first set and did something similar in the second. So she rolls on Kvitova. I predicted her to beat Wozniacki, although I think I was in the minority there, uh, is out and her pursuit for a first Grand Slam continues. Oakley Doakley. Um, Tiafo threw in straight sets, didn't see any of that, but really no surprise, uh, losing just seven games to Offner. Uh, I think we've covered all the games on, or the matches on Louis Armstrong, perhaps with the exception of Taylor Fritz, who did a similar demolition job to what Tiafo did over on Ash uh, to Avarias. Again, no shock there, just losing five games. Uh, we've already done Casper's departure and how good Zhang was. I did see a comment, by the way, in the chat about Zhang. Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. Let me just have a quick look. I saw a comment, I think it was from Ghosty, about Zhang and maybe Damien. Um, oh, is there one here? Yeah, just wants to watch. They've got the potential to go highs. Interesting, Sidan. By the way, make sure you hit the like button and I can see one or two new names, uh, such as Sidan Guru. Great name, by the way. Um, do you mind if I call you Guru? Let me know on the, if you prefer Sidant or Guru, but I quite like Guru, uh, especially as you're predicting um, potential highs for Zhang and Yibing Wu uh, of potentially getting to top 20, which would be cool. Um, uh, asking, have the Chinese men arrived? I think it may be a little bit early, but we're certainly heading in that direction, as Guru explains here. So great to have you on board. And make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Uh, but listen, just Zhang was just so much um, the better player, so much the better player uh, that it really could have been and should have been done in straights. Okay. Uh, Shrihiri, do you know um, Sadhguru? Um, ah, Sadhguru. Do you know him? Uh, wasn't aware that uh, uh, maybe you know each other, which is great. Uh, bring more friends along, Shrihiri. Okay. Um, back to the scores. What's on the scores, Miss Dawes? What other matches have I neglected to talk about? Uh, Eubanks going out. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Benchich threw in straight sets. So the British uh, consistency at the US Open of win, 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 set, 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 
uh, comes to an end after the qualifying Miyazaki goes out to Bencic. I do have Bencic going a little bit far in my bracket, so that's good. Uh, Les Loger winning in straight sets, setting up a clash, I believe, with Novak Djokovic in the third round. Does Gere have any chance? Can Gere get a set? Uh, let me know in the live chat. Of course, there's also a potential uh, rematch in round four for Novak Djokovic against Vesely. Uh, I say rematch because they've played each other twice before and Vesely has a winning record. I think he has a winning record. He's only won the last two anyway. Uh, Chastea, by the way, going through in straight sets. So she will play the very fresh uh, Rybakina in round three. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Thank you, Nerlan. Uh, I know this is a tennis show, but I'm very, very interested in that. So thank you, Nerlan. Uh, probably I will go to my private Twitter account and dive in there because... We are just hours away from, of course, the deadline uh, for transfers. Anyway, apologies for that little digression. Uh, back to the tennis. Yes, yeah, so Chestea sets up a clash uh, with Rybakina, but Rybakina will be the heavy favorite. But that's coming up tomorrow, so that'll be mentioned probably in tomorrow's show. Karatsev, by the way, listen, uh, what do you think about this? I think Karatsev may be the only person the only person on this side of the draw who has a chance of being Novak. I, I could be wrong. Um, and what I mean is obviously a, a really good day. A really good day for Stefano Tsitsipas. He's still losing to Djokovic. Um, you know, uh, a really good day for Fritz. Yeah. Mm. A really good day for Tiafo. Mm. Mm. Okay, let's have those three as, as potentials. But that is... It. Okay. Uh, anyway, Karatsev rolls on. Um, he was in a bit of a dogfight once at all, but ended up emerging the winner there. Um, I, I, I can't wait to get to talk about Ostapenko, but I'll do that shortly. Fuchovic going out, winning just four games to Hitchikata. I heard Damien suggest that maybe Fuchovic was running on empty after his five-set epic over Sebi Korda. But Hitchikata making the third round. Mm, eyebrows raised. Um, okay. Uh, rolling through here, Schmidlova overcoming the Spaniard Masarova. Masarova, of course, uh, of uh, um, Sakari slaying fame. Yep. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Shrihui jokes in chat lost on John. Um, okay, a big take. What, what do I mean by this? I think you just got to have uh, an unbelievable ceiling. Even if your low is pretty low, even if your unforced error count can go pretty high, Ostapenko uh, asterisk once again. You know, it's a bit like, I guess, Ostapenko and, and Sviantec. It, it's just when you've just got to have a very high ceiling. We don't need consistency. We don't need, you know, a, a, a Rublev in a rally kind of, yep, decent forehand, but no massive weapons that aside. We don't need a Stefanos Tsitsipas who we've seen this matchup time and time again and rarely come close. The only time I can think of in recent times was the French Open final and Paris-Bercy, but that French Open final feels like decades ago for... for um, uh, Tsitsipas. Regarding Karatsev as well, we have seen him beat Novak on clay in Serbia. And I know they did have the Australian Open semi-final that was in straight sets, but the first set was very competitive. And I thought Karatsev actually um, 
probably laid more of a glove on Novak than Medvedev in the final in that Australian Open of 2021. So that's my reasoning there. I'm not predicting uh, before people get carried away and start tweeting out to the Twitter sphere. Um, Nerland said there I was kidding about Calvin Phillips. Oh, Nerland, don't do that to me. Uh, Nerland, don't do that to me, please. Um, go back to teasing, Damien. Uh, okay, so uh, that's my reasoning on Karatsev. But of course, at the moment, I've got Shamidlova beating uh, Ariga Sakari, conqueror at Masari, Masarova in straight sets. Okay, scrolling down. Mukova, uh, very impressive against Fresh in straight sets. Uh, I say that uh, very impressively as though you go, oh, John, you watched that match. No, I didn't. Uh, I'm relying on, uh, I think Jake Davies was gushing over Mukova yesterday's performance over Fresh. Manorino Marashan, by the way. Uh, listen, here's my very brief defense of Manorino. I enjoy watching him play. I mean, in Australia this year, I think it might have been in the United Cup or one of the warm-up events, he did one of the shots of the year. I think the year was a, a few seconds old or a few minutes old for many of us in Europe. And there's Manorino doing one of the most incredible shots you'll ever see in your life. Um, the epic tiebreak he had against uh, Rafa Nadal uh, springs to mind where I think he probably did blow it, but still brought the attention and, and the excitement there. And yesterday, the match against Manajan, I know Elena in the chat was gushing about this. And on top of that... Um, I saw an incredible point from Manorino yesterday where I'm just thinking, how does he get there? I love the waddle. I love the, the chasing waddle that he does. Just bring me more Adrian Manorino. We're going to get more of him uh, because he's into the third round at the expense of the Hungarian Ma uh, Marajan. I like Manorino. Sorry, Jane, because I know you're not a fan, but I am. Anyway, his good year continues would be interesting to know where Manorino is in the race compared to, say, Casper Rude. Maybe somebody in the chat can um, let me know. Uh, by the way, I quite like the idea of just shortening it to, to Guru. Um, but please let me know if you uh, would rather not be called Guru. Um, yeah. Uh, demolition of her catch in Australian Open. It's always difficult to, to keep up because I could be um, <coughs> talking about various different things uh, and then coming back. I'm just wondering who demolished uh, her catch in Australia uh, that year. Uh, you talking, was that was that um, was that Karatsev? I remember him going out in a, early in Australia that year, though, because I thought he would go far. Uh, but he went out. I'm going to say in a, in a blaze of glory with um, hundreds. Oh yes, Manorino. Yes, Manorino. Yes, of course it was. Yes, uh, beating her catch that year. Yeah. Um, anyway, I like him. Uh, so that is done. McDonald is out, by the way, to Gojo. Uh, maybe that's a surprise for some. Um, more importantly, Gojo managed not to get injured against McDonald because I think um, every time I uh, watch McDonald this year, his opponent is struggling and, and about to retire. So that is that. I'm still waiting for um, uh, Ostapenko and Avanesian to come up on my screen because I'm looking forward to talking about that. Uh, Juvan knocking out uh, home favorite Lauren Davis in three sets. Uh, Vesely threw in five sets uh, against Vasensko Sonder. I think this is a surprise. Um, I'm sure for many others as well. The stronger Sonder uh, as I would call him, uh, going out in a fifth set tiebreaker, 10-6 in that tiebreaker. Let me know your thoughts on that. As I said, Vesely is a potential fourth round for Novak Djokovic. A bit of tennis to be played before then, of course. But yeah, and Vesely was up two sets to love before Sonder gets it back. But 
Hold on, held on for the victory. So good for the Czech. Who would have thought Czechs and tennis players? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Davich Vakina are having very little trouble with the other brother, so their family household will be a bit of a miserable occasion right now. But I don't think that's a surprise. I have Davich Vakina in my quarterfinal, by the way. Thoughts, discuss. Um, so, yeah, I also have Sebi Korda in the quarterfinal, but we won't be talking about that because we don't need to. Uh, Wong overcoming Cerebus Tormo. Um, Damien suggesting that uh, the biggest pusher on tour on either side is Cerebus Tormo. So let me know if you agree or disagree with Damien there. Um, Pera overcoming Wong in three sets. Uh, so there we go. Uh, at least snuffing out some Chinese uh, tennis uh, surge there. Scrolling down. Still waiting to get to Avanesiana. I'm not sure what court they were on. I know it wasn't a show court. Uh, Taylor Townsend, by the way, it was really good of... Um, Anastasia to shed a lot of light on this at the beginning of the show with her uh, daily review. So make sure you, by the way, click the like button. Even if you don't like me, make sure you like for uh, Anastasia's contributions, which have been invaluable over the last couple of weeks. And especially with these uh, reviews that we post at the beginning of every single first serve, which starts at 9 a.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. British summer time, 3 p.m. Central European time and other time zones elsewhere. Um, probably about 4 p.m. in Greece, probably 5 p.m. where you are, Shuri. I always get confused whether you're one or two hours ahead of us here in Germany. Anyway, Taylor Townsend winning in straight sets over Haddad Meyer. I would call that a mini upset. There were bigger upsets elsewhere, but uh, a lot of love shown for Taylor Townsend by Anastasia, and rightfully so. She saw that match herself on court 17 where she said in her video really love that intro by the way court 17 is where it's at because she then watched the beginning at least of Eubanks Bonzi and, I, and she said suggested that Eubanks got off to a good start the first three games thought okay job done here she flipped over to another court I'm gonna guess that was when she went over to watch Shelton Dominic team I'm not sure anyway uh, but to her surprise Eubanks ended up letting that slip from his grasp in four sets. So the Wimbledon quarterfinalist, I'm going to say, is already out in the second round. Uh, perhaps a bit like Casper Ruud, though, maybe we're going to see a sort of a reversion to the level um, uh, on, a hard, on the hard courts. Let's see how his uh, season continues from here, particularly on the indoor courts. Uh, in Europe. Finally, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, over on, I think it's still on court 17, am I right? Is this all court 17? I can't see a court number. Anyway, whatever the court, uh, we have two real peaches to end today's show on, or at least end the review, because I will have a quick look ahead to today's action. Uh, Tommy Paul uh, overcoming... Um, Overcomes Safiulin in five sets. Safiulin, another person, by the way, who had a great run in uh, Wimbledon before he lost to Yannick Sinner, I think also in the quarterfinals, I believe. Um, anyway, Tommy Paul there uh, emerging. I don't know what happened in the first two sets, but he obviously went for a wander. 
a bit like Anastasia. And uh, but he decided to come back in the third set and end up going through. Of course, Tommy Paul is a quarter finalist for um, for Damien. Damien's quarter finalist. Uh, let's have a quick look at the poll, by the way, that I've got going. Uh, very close, very close. Um, that's probably about right. That's probably about right. Okay, two hours ahead, Trujillo. Good to know. Um, yep. Good. Big up, big up Anastasia. I know she was here yesterday for a little while during the show before having to depart because she was obviously rushing off to get to Flushing Meadows, as I'm sure she's doing today. Yeah, ghosty. I just love the random comment you put in the chat yesterday of um, uh, Ostapenko is at 45 unforced errors. And I think that was towards the end of the second set at that point. Um, I watched most of this match, um, or certainly from the beginning of the second set onwards. Ostapenko was 5-2 up, and of course was serving for at 5-3. Avanesian showed great guts to win five games in a row. It went beyond that, of course. Avanesian was bringing it at the beginning of the third set. She goes up an early break, sadly had to get some foot treatment at the beginning of that third set. I didn't see that really impact her, really, though, in terms of her movement. Maybe I'm wrong on that. And it would be interesting to know if she mentioned anything in her press conference afterwards. I had Avanesian going out in the fourth round to Eager. So that prediction is not coming true. But, of course, I was pretty close on her winning this match against Ostapenko. So Avanesian, of course, who told Talking Tennis earlier this year that she has ambitions to become world number one and win a Grand Slam. Good for her. Going to have to wait a bit longer, though, for the Grand Slam at the very least. But I do see her uh, creeping up the rankings pretty, 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 pretty soon. Anyway, Ostapenko rolls on. And uh, as, as you suggested, over 80 unforced errors it was in the end. Wow. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Eubanks, prospect or, or peaked? That's a, that's a good question. Prospect or peaked? Um, <laughs> good one, Sean. Shawnee, by the way, Sean and Ghosty are really competing for comments of the day these days because um, these are great. Um, anyway. Indeed. Indeed. Big, big, big up, Avanesian. Uh, hi, Roy. Nice to have you on board. Um, her confident predictions of how she's going to take out Svantec. She may do. She may do. And and like I said with Karatsev, it's just one of those that, that could happen, uh, whether they will or not. Uh, will Ostapenko peek out of her brains if she plays one sec? It could also be a bakery. And I don't mean an Ostapenko bakery. Uh, it could also, because it could just go one of those two ways. But I don't think she'll have any fear, which I do think some players bring to the court against these these big players on, on both the men's and the women's side, where they, they're kind of defeated before they even begin uh, I think a couple of French Open finals on the men's side, and I'm sure there's players that go up against Fiontech that are just pleased to be there. Okay, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you are new. Let's have a look at today's action, shall we? Should we have a quick look at um, at uh, Stefanos Sitsipas? By the way, one more time. Uh, let's have a quick look at Sitsipas while I find the order of the day's play. Mm -mm -mm. schedule that's always a good button to press so opening 
up on Ash is not friend of the show, not yet anyway, Andy Murray against Grigor Dimitrov. I'm excited by that. Um, not everybody finds Andy's, uh, <laughs> yeah, indeed he does, Shrihui. You missed the beginning of the show, uh, Shrihui, so if you do get a chance, um, because we will be finishing soon, so you'll have an hour before the action begins, just check out the first 10 minutes. Uh, you'll get Anastasia's um, excellent video, and not only that, you'll get uh, why I have just shown a picture of uh, David Brent, um, and uh, yeah. She really has, and she really likes to bring it. I'm I'm looking forward to watching her progress in the coming years, Ghosty. That's for sure. Maybe I'm a bit biased, um, but anyway. Also, check out the interview I did with um, Avanesian earlier this year in Berlin. It's somewhere in the annals. If you just put Talking Tennis Avanesian, you will find it. She also follows me on Twitter, uh, if it's a real account. It only has a, a few hundred followers, so... Could not be, might not be. I don't even know if it has a blue tick, but somebody, under, but it also isn't weird enough to like do weird tweets or anything. So yeah, I know whatever, doesn't matter. What does matter is Andy Murray uh, is up against Dimitrov first on Ash. Let me know in the live chat, which way you see that going. Just give me an M or a D, M or a D, who is winning. Not who you want to win, but who you think is winning. And next up on Ash is Wickmire against Madison Keys. So Madison Keys. Uh, obviously continues her pursuit of her first Grand Slam title. Alcaraz and Pagula are the big draws on Ash for the night session. Uh, I don't know yet if we're going to do a show for that. Uh, Maybe Damien and I will be awake for that. Let's see. We've been pushing the boat out the last couple of days, staying up till four or five in the morning. So we will see with that one. Uh, Jody Burridge up against Serena Sabalenka. I'm not sure if Burridge will lay a finger or even a glove on Sabalenka, but also let me know if you disagree. Sinner up against Sonigo in the All-Italian Clash. Svitolina Pavlyuchenkova. That's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. I do see Svitolina winning. Let's see if I can find an out-there prediction. Is it out there to suggest Kenin will beat Kazakina? Maybe not. Monfils Rublev, that's exciting. Isner's last tournament and therefore potentially last match. Roll of the dice continues. He's on grandstand. What is the US Open doing? Are they that confident that Isner's going to get a match on Ash? I think Isner's first round should have been on match uh, on Ash, or at least one of his first two rounds. Anyway, uh, there we go. Never mind. Um, Jabur is also up later in the day, so she has a bit more time to recover up against Noskova. Monfils Rublev, though, I think is exciting. Uh, All-German clash between Zverev and Altmaier. Matic Buske, uh, uh, Buskova, uh, Vavrinka, Echeverri. Could be fun. Could be fun. Uh, Vavrinka will fancy his chances at making the third round. Um, any other matches? Uh, Jari Mikkelsen could be fun. Wong Bolter. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, here's probably a big prediction from Damien. He says that Alves is going to beat Baez. Yeah, I could see that happening. Um, that's it, I think, from me. I'll have Dan Evans to beat uh, Van der Zanschlup. I don't think that's a big call. Bearing in mind, Botic's year has been pretty horrible. Ah, Draper Hercatch. Now, that could be an upset alert. That could be an upset alert. What have we got? Um, I asked for M or D, and um, Ghosty uh, uh, does well with the M here. Shrihui, 
MOD uh, does not mean M two six seven five seven six three seven seven six. Although I love the I love the elevens and the twenties. I love it. I love it. I know you're kind of trolling there, which is good. Uh, trolling in a good way, of course. A uh, ghosty. I've got to go too. Um, so fine. Uh, let's finish, by the way, with a uh, a quick look back on uh, yesterday's action with Anastasia's video. In the meantime, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. And I will speak to you all very, very soon. Here for day three. On day three, it was HBCU day and the attendance broke the records. The day was all about Court 17 and the continued player retirements. Court 17 was the place to be for the American fan. Tied for my favorite match of the day, was Taylor Townsend defeating Beatrice Haddad Meyer. Bea, who had dealt with the American crowd when she played Sloane Stevens in round one, handled the atmosphere well, but Taylor played a phenomenal match to win in straight sets. Up next was Chris Eubanks, who I thought had it in the bag after I watched the first three games. So I hopped over to Louis Armstrong, where Darius Saville was putting together a great underdog showing until Iga closed it out in two. Of course, we all know I was wrong about Chris Eubanks. He lost in four to Benjamin Bonzi. A quick lunch break took me to the outside courts where I watched Marajan and Manorino and a bit of Sarundolo and Vesely. Then it was time for the main attraction, the blockbuster of the day, team versus Shelton, and what a first set it was. Unfortunately, team who looked awful retired after the first game of the second set. Court 17 was calling me back and I spent the rest of my night watching Tommy Paul claw back from a two set deficit to beat an inspired Roman Safulin. Tomorrow should bring some great matches. Andy Murray versus Grigor Dimitrov, Daria Kazakina versus Sofia Kennan, Gael Monfils versus Andre Rublev, Jack Draper versus Urkacz, the battle of the Italians with Sinner versus Sonego, the battle of the Talls with Jarry versus Mickelson, and on and on and on. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply